The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. So what are you drinking today? Well, I'm going international. You know that with you gone for a couple of weeks, I've gotten to be creative in my mixology. Mm-hmm. And I've chosen to make really simple drinks, but do them really well. Right. So today I'm having a... Modelo Especial Cerveza. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice cold, delicious beer. Mm, lovely. Our favorite. Yep, it is our favorite. And, you know, it's about as simple as I can create a drink by opening a bottle. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Yeah. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder dot app. Story of O, chapter two, hour part eight. Okay, so we got some clarity. Bunch of clarity. I I feel validated. (laughs) I've been saying Renee's a puss for a long time. And not that pusses are bad, but I'm saying for me looking for someone who needs to be dominant, I've complained that Renee doesn't act dominant. And wow. Yeah, he's actually a cuck. He's a cuck. Totally a cuck. Yeah, he's bisexual for sure. Absolutely bisexual, yeah. But his point of main interest is gay. He's homosexual sex, right? And being devoted to a dominant male. Yes, and in particular, Sir Stevens. Well, I'm sure now, after reading this section, he was groomed by Sir Stephen while he was dating O, right? And Sir Stephen instigated him taking her to Rossi because, I mean, he manipulated him. And then he says, okay, so now you're going to cuck for me and you're going to bring your girlfriend to me, but she's got to be ready. She's got to be trained. Yeah. So send her to Rossi to get trained and then you'll be ready to hand her over to me. I mean, that's really what's happening. Absolutely. And it's also revealed that he can't whip her, that he has to have others whip her. But this is the thing. 
we talk about this consent thing. Yes. She hasn't been told this story. Like she's trying to figure it out herself on the fly. Right. Because of Renee's behaviors. Right. He should have been forthcoming and say, I'm right. a cuck to Sir Stephen and you're his conquest or mm -hmm. something along those lines. But none of that was done. So that's a bad breaking in consent. consent. Right. But then later in this chapter, Sir Stephen is going to punish her because she's betrayed by Renee for asking questions, basically. And he asks, oh, permission. So bing, 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 bingo. She's not a slave. No. He asks her consent to whip her. To punish bleeds. her. To punish her till she bleeds. Right. Right. But he asks her consent. Mm -hmm. And that's the first actual direct request of consent in the book. Which is not slave, not which slave. is submissive. Right. Particularly if you think about even if it's disciplinarian, when you're punished, there's no consent. Right. It's just punishment. Right. So it's all these mixed messages. This yeah. they now, sound well. It's a sign of the times. I, I would I would say they sound novice at this, but the reality is it was a misogynistic society during was, this time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, maybe they thought they were progressive by asking permission occasionally, it's or you true. know, right? Well, I mean, there's an actual deeper inquiry about her masochism in this little section that you read mm -hmm. because she reveals that even though she was whipped and Renee didn't whip her, and even though Sir Stephen whipped her, and even though she belongs to Renee, she really enjoys the whipping. Well, She reveals that. She actually was told, too, by Renee in a conversation, don't you know you no longer belong to me? That's right. Yeah. So she she was just told that. Like, he, she was under the impression of her being a gift to Sir Stephen right. and that he was running the show, but it's still, you know, one of those things like we're playing this kind of role play. Yeah. I mean, she's living it, but you know what I mean? She, she could easily extrapolate that. Okay. This is just what we're up to, right? but that's not the case. No. Like he's a full on cuck right. handing over to a bowl. Right. His submissive. Now, if you think about it, because because he's so aligned with serving Sir Stephen, he has to be uh, it's obsequious. Not, what is it? Obsequious to Sir Stephen. To Sir Stephen. But what I'm saying is, he has to put on airs with O. Because I don't want to say he's dominant, because he doesn't act fucking. He's dominant. not dominant. But he puts on what she misconstrued as dominance is domineering or control over her. Yeah. Maybe domineering control over yeah. her. The reality is, let's go back further where they talk about her in her prior life being a femme fatale right. and all this. She's a hot, I mean, they're not married, but she's a hot wife in essence. Right. That's what's happening here. She's a a dominant female, right? In yeah. her own respects, whether that's on the, on the um, bisexual side, because she's bisexual also, right? Um, but then she's chosen Sir... She hasn't chosen, but what's been chosen for her is Sir Stephen is the one she submits to because right, well, she's a switch. No, she is a switch, yes. And she chose to submit to Renee, but Renee is a cock and also tends homosexual. And so Renee hands it to Sir Stephen to train. Wait, wait, wait. Renee hands it to Sir Stephen to train. Sir Stephen says, looks at her and goes, She's got to go to Rossi. So off she goes to Rossi, where Renee can't beat her, so he has the valets beat her. It says that yeah. in that section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she's prostituted and she's like turned into. This is into... my thought. I think Sir Stephen assessed her from afar already yeah. through Renee because yeah. Renee was groomed. Yeah. I think they already knew 
she is a switch. Mm. That's why she was chosen. I think that's, there's a reason for that. She was sent to Rossi to, to get in her. touch, to break her, to get right. in touch with her being a submissive. Right. Because she has a tendency to lean toward the dominant. Right. Right. I think she's attracted to Renee in the beginning because she has a tendency to rein, re, lean to the dominant. And she w- went towards Renee to try to feel, I don't know, more feminine, like she was a, like she was a woman. Right. right. To be desired by a man in what considered during this time, considered normal in society. I get all that. Right. right. Because this is, this is what happens, especially with bisexuals. They they flutter in this area. And then she's also a switch. I get it more than anything because I'm a switch. Yeah. I can get exactly where her head is. I don't necessarily agree with what they're doing to her because I think it's manipulative and it's underhanded. They're not explaining to her. Right. Renee is not honest with her right. at, at all. At all. Like right. he has major integrity issues. That maybe or not will get cleaned up in this book. I'm not sure. But that's where I see him. And I had a bad taste about him early on. You, you did, actually, yeah. So it's interesting. And then she talks about she's not concerned about, like, the whipping, the punishment, the whipping. No. That she, which is matter of fact for her, which is a, we might get into this more later in the book, but the reality is she is really in touch with her masochism in the sense that... Well, this is the second iteration of that. During the beatings at Rossi, she talked about liking the whippings when the others didn't, right? Already more. already yeah. she was in that space. Now she's talking... Well, there was actually a scene at the end of the section that you read where she's been beaten to bl- bloody by Sir Stephen, mm-hmm. and she comes back to Renee, and he finds her weeping in bed and he examines her and she's covered in purple welts. And she says to him, Oh, and I've given up all of my resistance to Sir Stephen. And there's actually like a love connection between them. Like they kiss. Well, let's just say, I think that's more Renee's hots for. No, no, no. There was actually a conversation between her and and about her departure from Sir Stephen about the way she felt his love and he felt her love. So that was actually occurring separately from Renee. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. But I think with Renee, he's all hot to talk because he wants to feel her marks because those are coming from his right. aspired love. With well, he wants the sloppy seconds is what he wants. Yeah, well, he would love to be the one that's In fact, that serving. Talks, it talks about how he actually likes to fuck her after she's been yeah. fucked so that she he can be close that's to her. That's a Stephen. total cock. That's yeah. like closer to being to him it, yeah. it, it, because, and he because watched, Sir Stephen is not absolutely their power exchange is absolutely not at all a uh, bisexual for Sir Stephen. No. He's, so he when, just, when remain, so he fuck, just keeps power over him. When Sir Stephen's fucking Renee, I mean, I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. When Sir Stephen <laughs> is fucking, Oh, Renee is watching Sir Stephen's face. He's not even watching. Not watching Renee. Oh, oh, at all. Right. He's yeah. not. So, so it's just a, owes a vessel to be closer to Sir Stephen for Renee. For Renee, yeah. So think about this: Sir Stephen's got it great because he can <laughs> control Renee and give Renee a false sense of hope or closeness. I'm still a little bit confused. O. I am. I'm a little bit still confused because if Sir Stephen has O and he does, and if he if Renee is submissive and he is, why does he bring O back to her to Renee? Because he. He's a dominant. He has other shit he's doing, other things he's up to. Oh, gotcha. Could be other people. Yeah. Could be he 
prefers. But not all dominants are disconnected. No. I mean, he okay. loves, oh, he actually like, Well, we think that. he does because of what he's doing. He's doing things like kissing her and things that Asking her are consent and out like, of the spectrum of normal, just DNS. I don't think so. I think. Well, you think role play DNS has that? Well, what I'm going to say is, I think that it's not out of um, role play DNS to ask for consent. I think that's correct. No, that's fine. Yes, the kissing is what I, the, the love the you're kissing. talking it's about. It's the it's the the look in the eyes. It's the experience of the like when I when I look in your eyes in a way that is loving, mm-hmm. you feel loved. That's what O feels from him. So I think he sees her as a. I mean, because I feel this part. He the way they describe the way the author describes the way he gazes at her. Yes. In a uh, dominance hunger, if you will. Yeah. I feel that because I feel her. He what he's seen in her is her power, but her ability to also then submit to him to choose him to be the one. She submits to now. I'm I'm stretching this because again, where it's cloudy in this book, where the miss is, is we don't feel like full consent is. No. But there or are behaviors along the way that would indicate consent. But you can't assume that because if someone's in a submissive state, they're there to please. So there's that going on. And so that doesn't always mean consent there. It just means they're afraid to tell their dominant what they really feel. And we're going back in a time when it's a very misogynistic society. It's true. The 50s are very misogynistic. Yeah, it's true. So I get that people say this is difficult, but what I'm trying to tease out is the parts of O that do fit in, what are we, in the 21st century? Yeah. Yeah. Um, In a DS dynamic. In a DS dynamic, it's definitely DS. It's not master-slave. No. It's a DS. She is a submissive. There's too many things she's doing. But I think actually there's two issues That are here. beyond what a slave would do. I think there's two considerations. I think she's Stephen's submissive, mm-hmm. and she's Renee's slave. And here's why I say that. Why do you say that? Okay, it's fair. Because oh, Renee is forcing her to do. Renee is forcing her to do things that she for his messes, own for sexual his own, means. Well, well, bringing Think, him to Rossi, bringing her to Rossi, and like come getting off on her being at Rossi and giving her to Stephen is actually giving him a like well, a rise. Why I predict? Yeah. If if you go with that construct, I predict she moves from slave to submissive with Renee. Pretty quickly over time. I actually predict because she she's leaves going Renee. because she's going to have agency at some point. No, no, no. I don't think you she don't is. think she needs Renee. I, I think, think there's going to be a point where she doesn't need Renee. Yeah, there's going to be a point where she no longer. Like but his, uh, his but I don't know if she's slave to him because she's doing things that a submissive would do. So I, I'm not sure if it's slave yet. But what I what I do say, I would say is she's a submissive now to both men, but the men have an ulterior agreement ulterior motive that's where the slave consideration occurs that's where well that not maybe not slave what it might mean is there isn't consent well exactly which doesn't just move it into slave it doesn't because even slave at the beginning there needs to be consent that you have now chosen to hand off all decision-making power and all choices um 
no limits, whatever, whatever it is. Now I don't, I say that because it's just, that's just an exaggeration. I know there are master slaves who have made a complete contract. They've made a complete agreement to, in these parameters, I fall into slave and other outside of this, I won't be. And that would be responsible. But I think what people fantasize about is a master slave situation where there's no limits, there's no off, there's no, nothing's off base and that you just use this other hurt person as a object, right? Yeah. For your, for whatever you need. Right. I don't know if that's, well, legally, let's just talk about legally (laughs) in society that probably is not very workable because at any point, if the slave is, unless you're chaining them down all the time, which is illegal already without consent. But if you, if you go in a direction that is not workable, someone's going to be upset and there's going to be something that happens at some point. Right. right. I don't think that people moving into that type of dynamic are looking for that. No, They want it to be workable. So I think agreements before you enter into a dynamic like we did are very clearly defined. What what I like about what we did, and and O doesn't have any experiences, of course. Originally, I ex- I expressed to you, well, should we do a contract? And then the whole point is you have to remember every single thing that could possibly come up and put in the contract. And then, of course, if things come up outside of the contract while you're in the dynamic, you have to have amendments. And I get all that. It's very clear. You can always refer to it. I get it. But somehow the way we orchestrated, or I would say you, because you had experience enough with this to figure out what you wanted and how it would work, we came up with more global statements Mm -hmm. that were ways we could apply how we operated within the dynamic. We definitely talked about our hard limits, soft limits, and found a lot of alignment, which was relieving to me because there's... Uh, it, it's as an early submissive, I was in a huge amount of angst that there might be something major that I'm not into that you're into. And then that would leave for me in my occurring, I would feel like I would have a hole that I couldn't fill for you. Now that's an assumption a submissive makes. It may have been something that was very low on your priorities and not nothing on your radar, but I still would have made it a priority. Right. And then I would have felt less than, and maybe I would have even compromised my own comfort level or integrity to try to fulfill on something that wasn't there for me. I think it was interesting, even in the beginning when you were, you know, when Domina is training or observing you as a submissive, especially early on, I can tell when you're looking for the edges of me. I think people think it's magic how this happens. Maybe it is magic for some people, but I'm pretty on cue. I pretty much know what's happening. I don't feel manipulated in in the slightest because I understand what's happening. And I'm in the moment consenting to that. Like, yes, you should figure out the parameters. So when I felt you figuring out the parameters, you would say things to test the waters with me. And you found out very quickly some things were just like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. But I was also clear, too, because of so much change happening in the beginning of our dynamic, that I was trying to remain adventurous in the sense of my true self is adventurous. And that because this is all new, I really don't know where I land yet. 
So the idea is I'm saying, I don't feel comfortable with that now. I'm not sure about that. Or there were other things you mentioned that I'm like in my head saying, wow, I don't know. But I was like, but I'm okay if we move down that path because it would feel like I could please him in that way. But there were other things I was like, no, they're off, they're off the table completely, right? But I, even though those made me all as a submissive feel uncomfortable, you weren't judging assessing, but I was. I was, oh God, these are areas of my failing. And because of who I am sexually, I thought they were failing because of how I was wired. Like those are reasons why. And really spent lots of time trying to figure out how I could wrap my head around it enough. Like if I could find an opening where I could wrap my head around it, I could say, oh, well, I could do it in this situation because this makes sense to me. I was looking for that really earnestly, actually. And sometimes I couldn't. I just couldn't. What I've come to learn is a lot of it rests in relationship for me. Like my attention is gathered by sapiosexuality, like someone intriguing me, someone, I don't know, took the time to read my profile even. I mean, half the time people solicit me and have me, don't even see that right on my profile, it says I'm owned and collared. Pretty, pretty important information to know. I don't feel like I have to list a whole paragraph which I see, and, I, and I'm not putting other submissives down, but I see this with submissives all the time because I'm sure they're getting accosted like I am. But I'm also a dominant, so I don't feel like I have to list this. The reality is fucking read my profile. And what I see is a lot of people saying, listen, you can't message me directly. You must ask permission first. And I get that that's their dominant, that's their dynamic. I respect all that. And sometimes I even friend people by accident before knowing because- I get inundated with thousands of people. And so sometimes I'm just letting people friend me. But then if I see that, I immediately go back and then ask the dominant, is it okay? I'm just looking for this. I'm not trying to cherry pick your submissive. And I get a positive response from that, obviously. But without the intrigue that gets me, you know, this is the question I had five times today. I noted this to myself while we were in this ecstasy of clitification today. Five times, new people, people I don't even know, just said to me, how's your day going? And you know what I say when you ask me something like that? I mean, everyone's going to get this answer because it is true. I say, great. It's not a question to ask me anything about me. It's not a, and then please don't ask me anything that I've already posted on my profile. So how do I get back to O? Because I am getting back to her. Because I'm a switch. (laughs) Yeah. She has this side to her that is purely dominant. She is choosing, I would say, to role play with Renee because she's so desperate for whatever reason to have this dynamic. But what she's learning, and I heard it in this section that we're talking about, I heard her equate that she understands Renee's role, which is going to create contempt. And the reason, this is why I think contempt's going to create, because it wasn't a consent-based driven conversation early on. He falsified who he was to entice her, right? I think he, I think, quite frankly, Sir Stephen might have even seen her early and said, go after her. I mean, quite literally, they were stepbrothers. So how long has his core team been going on with Sir Let's just say, how, how has- many women 
Has he brought Sir Stephen? I don't know. And how, how long has he wanted to suck Sir Stephen's cock? Oh, right. So yeah. I'm just saying that is out there in the abyss. And so I'm thinking there's going to be contempt happening at some point where she just, he's. Let's go of him. Yes. She might yet. I think she might yet. Because as a dominant woman, I need to have, I ha- I must have, if I choose to submit to someone on one side of the slash, I better have a strong dominant, someone who knows who the fuck they are. And luckily it's you. <laughs> you are all of that and more that I haven't even explored yet, but I'm trying to play catch up. But I'm just saying, I experience that with you. I get primal on you. And I know you know how to handle me when I get primal. But sometimes it's just desire is so fucking intense for me. I have to go after you, right? But you temper me, like even today during clitification. It was amazing. Nope, done. And you were just like, you're done. And I'm like, hmm, (laughs) really? (laughs) Okay. And that was my dominant side going, hmm, really? And then my submissive side goes, yeah. (laughs) Because... There's no denying who you are to me. No, no I, I really am clear. And O is like that right now. She is. I'm really clear that O's getting the picture of Renee as a I submissive. I totally think that. And Stephen as her dominant. And she's falling in love with Sir Stephen. And I predicted that in the last section. I predicted that, or a couple sections ago, I predicted that O would fall in love with Sir Stephen. Consider this too. When she is dominant with her submissive females, which we heard in the section before, she's like all in control. Like, don't touch me. Right. I only aggress. This is it. You watch. Watch what happens as she starts to rebuff Renee. She's going to start becoming what they're creating her as, which is the hot wife, if you will. Right. right? There's probably yeah. a different term for it, but it's basically. Well, that was, that, that is the term today. I don't know what the term was for it then. Right. But whatever that is, very similar. Right. And that she's going to start creating, I don't know this book, so maybe I'm overstepping, but I want to, I want to predict, because I did predict Renee was right. a puss and therefore he is. Right. So I predict that she's going to start to rebuff or demand things of Renee. Like you need, why am I not at Sir Stevens? I th- or I, I could be way out of my lane right now, no, I think you're but under, I feel I think like there's something. Because once she has, she can't unsee this. Once she has clarity exactly. on who, which she seems very clear yeah. on Renee, yeah. she can't unsee it. Exactly. It changes how she sees him. Mm. Absolutely. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!